0: Welcome to the Masterbooks Podcast, where we bring you conversations that will strengthen your biblical worldview and the faith of your family. I'm Jennifer White, publicist at Masterbooks, a division of New Leaf Publishing Group. As host of this show, I'll be opening the doors to the Masterbooks family library of books, authors, and curriculum. For over 45 years, our company has been about one thing, ink on paper to touch eternity. In a world increasingly at war with God, we are publishing to partner with you to disciple your family, the church, and the nations. Well, hello. Welcome to Masterbooks Podcast, Episode 3. We are so glad you joined us today. And we have with us today two of our moms of Masterbooks, Amy and Carissa. And they are joining me today for a really fun topic. We're going to be talking about homeschooling your kids, discipling them, and using material that helps them grow in their love for God and in their love for learning. So welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So glad to get the chance to work with you. Both of these ladies work for Masterbooks as moderators, and it is a joy to get to work with them and learn about their families and see their families in pictures. You've probably seen their family in pictures in our catalogs as well as our social media and we love seeing your your family's pictures in the same. So today we want to kick off with Carissa. Carissa, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and why you chose to homeschool.
1: Yeah, um, so my husband and I have six kids Four, five of them are still at home. Um, Their ages are nine, eight, six, four, and a newborn. Um, And for us, homeschooling really wasn't on our radar. Um, I went to public school, so did my husband, and our oldest did. And we never really questioned it or thought anything about it until it wasn't working for our oldest. And around that same time, our daughter, who's nine now, was ready to go to school. And we started thinking like, well, should we? Should we try this crazy homeschool thing? (laughs) And um, yeah, and it worked for us. It's been great. And along that same time where we were learning about homeschool, I was on my journey to becoming a Christian. And so for me, that really went hand in hand. Like our why is the opportunity to disciple our kids and teach them to hold every thought captive, even math, you know? And, uh, yes. Yeah, so we enjoy the flexibility of homeschool and all of that. But really for us, it's, I feel called to do this. So that's why Great.
0: we're here. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, we love that you are homeschooling with Masterbooks and we love the chance to get to talk to you today about just how this has impacted your family. So thanks for being here. Thank you. And Amy, what about you? Tell us about your family, your kiddos, your background while you homeschool. So I have four kiddos,
2: and they are actually really similar in ages to Carissa's four younger ones there. Mine okay. are nine and uh, seven and a half. She'll be eight soon. And then uh, one that just turned six and one that is four. So, right. um, yeah. And we have been homeschooling for uh, about four years, I guess, I mean, really from birth, but um, we, part of why we started to homeschool in the beginning was actually just because I had so many babies. I had four and four and a half years. So I had two times where I had three in diapers and we were just in crazy season. And so in the beginning, we were thinking about preschool options for our oldest. And it was like, does it really make sense to do that? I have all these babies and... Preschool stuff so easy. I bet we could just do it at home. So we decided we'll just start out that way. Um, I had worked in Christian schools and uh, even some public school time during studying for my master's degree. So I knew enough. I'm like, ah, I can figure it out. And then maybe we'll send them to to school. You know, as once they all get a little older. Um, and so we started out that way. And uh, then after the first like initial just learning ABCs and whatever it was like okay now we should start maybe looking into some curriculum just to see if we really want to do this and uh, I stumbled upon masterbooks and actually ended up on a phone call with Randy that's a whole nother crazy story some people have heard before Um, and uh, after that phone call I was so just encouraged and uplifted and I just knew God moved in that situation and was just like, this is it. And so at that moment is really where I felt like Carissa said, that calling of like, this is what we're going to do. Um, and so, and it was, we're going to do master because I just knew there was not going to be any other company that I was going to have that kind of conversation with. And so it was just wonderful. And the encouragement from, all the way at the top that comes down to the community of masterbooks is just so special and precious to what we have here. So, um, and then, so my background, so I have a master's in education, which it's funny because people always assume, Oh, then yeah, you've got homeschooling, but that's actually not, I tell people all the time. It's really not helpful. Um, because when you study education, you learn like very textbook. This Mm -hmm. is, the way that things are. And that's really part of why we chose to homeschool because I knew that that's what happens in traditional settings. And my oldest in particular, was just not that kid. Um, he was wild and wanted to just run, but he was also very smart. And so I knew if we put him in a traditional setting, he would be naughty. (laughs) (laughs) He'd probably get bored because he's just smart as a whip, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we just uh, really, I've had to learn to kind of set aside the stuff that I've learned uh, from like the educational standpoint and kind of take a different route. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really in a lot of ways, not quite helpful, but um, I mean, we just know yeah. we're moms, we know our kids, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that really has been one of the underlying things is just, I, I do this because I know my kids and i know their needs and from a developmental standpoint
0: we're going to know that more than anybody else would so sure well that is neat i bet you did have to unlearn some things from your education in order to homeschool well
2: mhm definitely still still challenged with that some yeah
0: I love that Randy shares that often in the homeschool teaching tips about, you know, like you don't have to do school at home. You really can customize your education with your family's needs. And I remember, Carissa, you talking about your story a little bit about Elsie needing one of yours, needing a different curriculum or needing some help with with a certain subject. And you knew what to do. Right. So as we said in the beginning, this episode is going to be mostly about developing in your child a love for God and a love for mm-hmm. learning, which I think is amazing that you get to disciple your children at home and you get to teach them about God while they're learning the academics that they need to know and we want to talk to you today about just your story about how that is working in your home. You've chosen to use master books. We're thrilled, but we're even more thrilled when we get the feedback that these two things together the awesome develop the, the science behind the curriculum, as well as the Bible in the curriculum being woven together to make. Um, really happy families um, and with the homeschool experience. And so I'd love for you, Amy, to start and tell us a little bit about that in your household. Like, how have you seen your children developing a love for God and a love for learning as you've homeschooled them with Masterbooks curriculum? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, part of um, why we chose to use Masterbooks uh, was because we saw that, God was integrated and the scripture was integrated into literally every subject. And, uh, that was important to me. Um, even today I grew up in a Christian school and back then we used the Christian curriculums in our school. Even today, I know in our local Christian schools, most of them don't. So they're using the same stuff that public school uses for most subjects. And then they have Bible class Mm -hmm. and that's just not really the way it should be for us as believers, we believe for our family that, you know, God, God created everything, including every subject, right? And so we want to teach our kids God in everything. And when we started Masterbooks, the very first thing that I did with my older two kids uh, together, um, we started Foundation Phonics and math level one. And Foundations Phonics, right in the, I actually pulled the book here. It is right in, this is lesson two, week two, lesson six. Okay. So right in the second week, it's already talking about S is for sin, right? And and then the next one is P. P is for plan. God had a plan to pay the price for our sin. Bam, right there. The gospel message in a few weeks. Right. And so my kids were learning that very early on and both of them, my son first started asking more questions as we were working through this, just this simple, you know, learning the letters and their sounds and, and this beginning process of learning to read. They're not just learning to read right They're They're learning to develop a relationship with the Lord. And he started asking more questions and ended up accepting Christ. Uh, when we were probably about a quarter of the way into the book, and then further wow. on, later in the book, then my daughter, same thing, started asking co- more and more questions and just was developing that understanding more. And then she accepted Christ. So by the time we had finished Foundation Phonics, I had two of my kids that were now believers. Wow! And, I mean, the Lord works when He works in children's hearts, and but in this book, the gospel is just so clearly woven into the lessons that it's so perfectly clear for small children, you know, and and the Bible talks about childlike faith. And I think, you know, if we, if we're not in these young years instilling that faith into them and and, and instilling the gospel into them, when they are, when they have that childlike faith, then they're not, they're not going to as easily come around to it as they get older. Um, So it's just such a wonderful, I mean, just in using that one book and seeing the the the, um, the way that God worked through it um, was just amazing. So, yeah, we were just so thankful for that. And it's like that in every, every book that we use is like that. The full integration of scripture is just my favorite part of Masterbooks. That every time we open a book to do lessons, there is some type of scripture, character, biblical a model that is being taught to my children um, and, and a lot of times to me too right <laughs> so right yeah I mean I get we were just doing um we were just doing science yesterday we were doing I pulled it out here um we're talking about the water cycle and this is Adventures in Creation in front of the Adventures in Creation talking about the water cycle. So we're talking about rain and it's pouring rain at our house. And where we live, we are like still trying to come out of winter.
0: Okay. And
2: as a mom and I'm like, okay, can it just be summer already? I want the sun, you know. And then we read this lesson about how we should be thankful for the rain and God created the rain and thank you God for the rain and it was like bam, right right to my heart, too as mom of Wow. Okay. Here I'm being challenged by this by this science book right now I to have this thankfulness for this rain that we have. So yeah, it was just it was so neat that that happened even yesterday. Um, because I was like, I have got to share that tomorrow because it's so true. You know, we we're we're always learning. Um, and that's yeah, still learning. So
0: I love that. Well, what about um, a love for learning? Because I I love that. That is part of the heart behind master books and the master books method is not just to teach them to memorize, but to teach them to be curious and to have critical thinking skills and to help them just want to learn all the time instead of just be like, okay, here's school and now go play just developing that life of learning. So have you seen that in your kids, even at this age?
2: Yes, definitely. I, I have seen how we can take pretty much anything that we're doing. And it becomes a, a lesson of mom, remember we did this in this, in our, in our book, we talked about this and this is how it's playing out now, you know, and or we're driving in the car and it's, Oh, Hey, there's the, you know? And so it's just neat. We, we definitely, I'm seeing in my kids that even my ones that like my oldest is not books are not his favorite.
1: Uh And,
2: um, but Masterbooks has made it so easy for our family to, he does what he needs to do in the books, right? You know, and he's getting, but then he has this world outside of him that he's able to take the things that he's learning and, and experience it more. And that's one of the things that we love so much about Masterbooks is that we're not in books all day long. Right. You know, it's we we have our lessons and then we take what we're doing in those lessons and we're applying it to life. And so that's really where that life learning comes into play, as opposed to, you know, even curriculums I grew up on where it was. Book work all day long, homework at night. And you know, you ask me now what I remember from it, and it's like, um, I mean some things, you know. So I think it's neat to just really take these things they're learning and um, like math, for example, where there's so many lessons about cooking. So my oldest, who is my one that isn't my book lover, loves Mm -hmm. cooking and loves the kitchen and talks about how he wants to. Who knows if he will be, but he talks about that. So those opportunities where now we can get in the kitchen and do something, help. he helps with dinner, we bake something, and now we're applying all these things we've learned in math to just a very practical life thing. I think that's really see that love for learning coming out, um, even in a child like that, that doesn't love the books all the time. Right. Um, and I then my that. youngest, he is hilarious. He's my wild child. I thought for sure <laughs> that kid would never want to do school literally ever. And we started on stepping stones and math K just, uh, just after Christmas time. Um, Cause he's just four. And um, I had, I had him out in the fall when everybody kind of started new books and stuff. And I was just, you know, Hey, these are your books. Eh, you know, I want to play with my cars or whatever. And, but after Christmas, he started to say, I, can I look at my book? And, you know, I would just let him look at it. And then he started doing it. And now every day, even on the weekend, he will ask, mama, can I do my matching books? That's what he calls uh, them, his matching books. Cause there's lots of matching in, in those, you know, early on books. And it's just this right? thing. He's just, he already at four is just developing this love for wanting to learn new things. And so it's just been really neat. It's very, very cool to see even how different my own kids are. In, in their process through working through these books. but yeah. That's
0: so great. Thank you for sharing that. And Carissa, we want to hear the same about your family, how they are developing a love for God and a love for learning.
1: Right. Well, and actually our story is really similar to Amy's. Um, we start our first master books ever was Foundations Phonics. I got it here. <laughs> um, but we were actually coming from a different curriculum and we were a little backstory, just kind of, In a really tough spot, like I was very overwhelmed and my kids were really burnt out. And my daughter was struggling with reading and I wasn't ready to leave everything else that we were doing. But I was like, okay, we'll just address this one subject. And Mm -hmm. I kind of stumbled across master books, I hadn't really heard much about it other than, you know, it was Christian and I was like, okay, we're going to try it. Like (laughs) I can't lose anything right now. (laughs) Um, and so we got foundations phonics and started using it. And, um, Mm. just for me, the way it was laid out and how easy it was to use was like a huge deal. Like it, it worked Mm. for me better than anything else. Um, but then my daughter was really enjoying it. Um, she would grab her book to start and that was, like at the beginning of the day and that was not like her she was the one that would like hide and try to be like not around mom so that she wouldn't get called in to do school you know she was <laughs> very against it um but she was really enjoying the lessons and the narratives in this you know like you were talking about amy where it's bringing from creation all the way to the resurrection and um it became kind of like a little morning basket for our whole family all the kids would gather around to listen well that's we using it again, um, yeah, it was great. We're using it again with my younger daughter and everybody's doing the same thing. Like they all will kind of congregate as they hear the lesson going on and they want to join in the activities. And so for me, that's huge. Anytime I can get all my kids together, even if it's not their subject, just the fact that we're all learning together is Mm -hmm. a huge part of why I love homeschooling. Um, excuse me, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that was, you know, part of it, but then the focus on biblical truth was really what sold it for me. And was a turning point up until that point we had used Christian material, but it was like a Bible verse here or there, or like Christian friendly, like it doesn't go against Christianity, but it's not really for it either. Okay. Type of scenario. And so to have it be so enmeshed in the whole course where you can't separate it from it was, Mm -hmm. was huge. Um, And I remember I was walking down the hall and I heard two of my girls talking about how much Jesus must must love them. Um and then Rivers who was using foundations at the time brought up her lesson from foundations for that day and that's when it like hit me like oh my gosh, we're ditching everything else. We are doing this because Aww. she's getting it and she's applying it, you know? And like and it's real to her. Um and so that really started our whole Journey um, with Master Books. We've been using it for a few years now, and we use it for every subject. And I, I love how my kids can really relate to it academically, but also spiritually. So you know, the stories and math lessons and language lessons at the beginning, my kids feel like they're friends with you know the kids. Yeah. Um, and they they talk about them like they're friends. I have a backyard flock of chickens now because <laughs> of math lessons, and my daughter really wanted to you know be just oh, like cute. Charlie and Charlotte. Yeah. So um, we've done a lot of hands on learning because of that stuff that I never would have. I never was going to have chickens. I was (laughs) never going to have a vegetable garden. This like, you know, was not my life path, (laughs) Um, but we sort of got swept into it and and we love it. And it's been really great for my kids. Um, And I've also seen, you know, a lot of growth spiritually because their understanding of God has grown. And so mm. that has helped their relationship, their personal relationships with him grow and then a love for him because you can't, you know, I think love somebody that you don't understand and don't know. And so it's really been clear for them and they've been able to get practical, you know, ways to live out their faith. Like my mm. daughter's really interested in, in serving others. And that's something that's really blossomed over the last year, um, especially from the stories and math lessons and wanting to help others around us oh. and, and this awareness of things outside of ourself, like, you know, um, so that's been huge. And then I've seen growth in their prayer life. Um, one of my daughters really loves to say grace at dinner and she'll have a long laundry list of people that she wants to pray for.
0: Aww. And
1: she refers back to her where faith grows lessons with it. And it's just, it's really sweet to see them acting this out and,
0: and taking action. Yeah. Oh, I love it. What a great testimony both of you have salvations and like real life, practical living out the gospel in their own little lives. That's beautiful. I love that you have chickens in a garden now oh because of math <laughs> curriculum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. My Angela
0: that, O'Dell.
2: <laughs> we might need that disclaimer uh, on our website. <laughs> you may yes. have chickens.
0: <laughs> yes. You chicken. may <laughs> <want> chickens. <laughs> I love it. Well, one of the segments that I love to do in our podcast is called Off the Shelf and Into Your Heart, and that is um, where we ask you about one of the books from our library, and it can be curriculum, or it could be one of the parenting books, or it could be um, one of our Christian apologetic titles, something that really has impacted your Mm -hmm. own heart or the heart of your family because you have read it and implemented it in your household. So, Carissa, we'll start with you. I'd love to hear what that book would be for you. Okay, mine is actually a set Okay. The world of
1: religions and cult set, the three. Oh, yes,
2: set.
1: now this is actually part of the comparative religions course, and I did that myself. That was one of the first ones that I, I like to do the high school courses myself. I um, love it, and, <laughs> yeah. We, we can learn too, us moms, we can get in on it. For me, this is one of the first resources that I used that wasn't curriculum for my young children, right? Um, and I don't come from a Christian background, I was raised LDS, and so this particular set was really important to me. Um, I have a desire that my kids will really understand what my faith is and how it differs from others, including, you know, family members of ours. Um, And so going through this course was so much fun for me. It really helped me to be able to defend my faith and understand it even better and to be able to proclaim the gospel to people who believe differently than me. Um, And so it's, I can't wait to go through it with my kids when they're older. Actually, it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: I love that. Well, thank you for sharing it. And we will put um, the title and the link to that particular curriculum in the show notes for you and everything else that's been mentioned today. Okay. What about you, Amy? Off the shelf and into your heart, what's your book?
2: Yes. So one for my kids would just be math in general. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about one for me. But my kids love, they just love math. So far, all of them are math lovers, which is awesome. Um, And the Masterbooks math is just, I can't say enough good things about it, truly. They just, they love it. Everybody always wants to do it. Even my ones that aren't book lovers just love it. It's the first thing they ask for. They love math. Um, we're, and we're flying through math books. They just so enjoy it, and we're so grateful for that because I feel like that's one of those like scary subjects, right? That parents mm-hmm. are are always nervous to teach, and they just love it. Um, but for me, uh, my I pulled this one out too. My that I've done so far um, is raising them up, and um, Master Books just has such good parenting resources. They're all great. It's honestly hard to pick one, um, but. But uh, this book in particular is one of the more recent ones I've read, and it talks about in here how parenting, the journey of parenting is not a sprint, but it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just such an important thing for us to remember, especially as homeschooling families that, you know, there's there's times where you want to throw in the towel and maybe where you want to run away. Um, <laughs> and so it's just really great to to have that reminder that this is a marathon and we're going to push through and that God's got our back. And um, it's just it's so challenging for us as parents. And another thing I really love in here is um, Israel Wayne talks about how our Let me see. I got to look at my note because it's so good. So the process of parenting is just as much about our personal spiritual growth and maturity as it is about our children's. And I think that is another thing that's just so important for us to remember that this process of parenting and homeschooling our kids is really just as much for us and what we need to learn through it than what we're doing for our kids. And um, we just have such a unique and and a, a blessed opportunity in getting to keep our kids home with us on, on how our growth happens through that. So yeah, just wonderful resource. Uh, I really love them all, but um, just really good nuggets of truth in there that are good daily reminders for us as we're in the trenches. <laughs> so- right
0: yeah all day whereas uh-huh. a public school child or a child that goes to another school they're not in the house all day but you're like literally with them mostly 24 7 yeah yeah it's a different different dynamic that you've got to have more parenting what's the word prowess more yeah. you know have your yeah, more tools and your tool belt. at all times. Yes, all the things. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that, and we will put uh, more information about all these books in the notes for you. Okay. So the last thing we want to talk about just really quick is um, we all work under Randy Pratt. the vi- He used to be the vice president, now the president of Masterbooks. And he does a teaching tip, homeschool teaching tips on Thursday at 3 p.m. Central in the Masterbooks app. And we invite you to join us there where he gives great biblical and practical wisdom on how to homeschool, how to homeschool through hard seasons, how to homeschool when you know, when your child is having challenges, just every avenue. He's a homeschool dad of nine. He's graduated five and is about to graduate. He and his wife, Kristen, are about to graduate their sixth and, um, I know that you guys, you girls, have listened to a lot of his homeschool teaching tips, and I'd love to hear just like maybe a little tidbit that you have picked up from what he shared and carried with you, implemented into your own homeschool. So, Krista, we'll start with you.
1: Okay. I have a couple just real quick, but the first I was introduced to, he says it all the time, growth hacking. And oh, yes. I had never heard that before, but the, just the premise that you can try new things and it's okay if they don't work and you can pivot mm-hmm. and you don't have to stay um, like entrenched in something that's not working, which was sort of my personality. Like if I've made a decision, I feel like I have to stay doing that, even if it's like exploding in front of me. So I love <laughs> yes. that freedom to like, Oh, I don't have to keep doing it this way. I can look at it from another angle. Um, And then as far as practical advice, he gave a really timely um, tip on automation right as we were preparing to welcome our new baby. And I think it really was the key that helped us navigate this season without just like giving up on school and saying, you know what, we're not doing anything. Um, so a couple of tips that he gave were setting an alarm to signal the start of school. And we do that now. Um, and so I'm not the bad guy saying, hey, you got to get your books. You know, they just know what to do. And then setting expectations on what they can do when I'm busy with the baby or called away, like what could we do independently. Mm -hmm. Um, or what can be done independently. And so it's really helped them take ownership Mm -hmm. over their learning, which has helped our whole day run smoother. So it's great. I love tuning into the lives and chatting with all the moms. It's fun.
0: That's great. Thank you for sharing those. Those are great tips. I'm not a parent and those are great tips for me as well. (laughs) Okay, Amy, what about you? Um,
2: So early on in our journey, we, um, and really it feels like several times a year, we get, we go through this, like trying to find our current groove um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: because things are always changing a little bit. Right. And um, one thing that's really been a huge nugget for me um, is when Randy did a teaching tip about how curriculum is just a tool in our toolbox. And like I said before, with my education training, um, that's not exactly what you're taught. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Part of my specialization is like curriculum development and like the importance of curriculum. And so, you know, coming out of that and realizing, you know what, we don't have to just do this book, like every little detail, exactly how it's supposed to be all the time, every day. Like it's okay. uh, Like Carissa was saying, have a little bit of that flexibility and give yourself some grace. You know, Randy talks about that a ton. And I think that's so important for us as moms just in general, homeschooling or not, um, especially in our culture, to give ourselves grace. And um, yeah, being able to just remember that our curriculum is a tool. And if we have days where it just didn't get done at all, or maybe it looked a little different than I wanted it to, or whatever, Mm -hmm. that's okay. And again, we like we talked about earlier, with masterbooks being so heavily focused on whole child development, and are the, the growth of a love for learning. Yes. And, and, you know, those are the things that are so much more important on whether or not we checked all the boxes off. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very type A, check the boxes off type person. And then I had four kids in four and a half years and was like, yeah, there's t- forget the boxes. (laughs) So so that definitely rocks your world when, you know, it's very structured. And so it's, there's not as much structure in our life anymore. And, um, and that's totally great. It's fine. And it's worked very well, you know, to have a little, little different than what I would probably prefer in my selfishness. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. Um, we can get everything we need from the textbooks and they're to the point and very practical. And then we can have time to adventure and we're not married to our to our desks all day, every day. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's just there's there's so many. I really enjoy actually going back and listening to older teaching tips, too. I will go to the YouTube channel and listen to old ones if I'm putting laundry away or while I'm making dinner. I'll turn those on sometimes because, you know, there's ones even before I was ever homeschooling that were created. And so it's such a good resource to just be able to go and listen. And or if we're in a new subject to go find uh, some of the old videos that are on that particular subject and just Mm -hmm. learn from the authors or from Randy. And so, yeah. It's been great. We really, really appreciate that encouragement. And again, that's one of those things. We really wouldn't have that anywhere else. Um, so we're just so thankful that Masterbooks takes the time and energy to, to do those things um, for the community. It's very, very helpful.
0: Right. I feel like Randy has led the company very well in helping the homeschool families win and so he's doing that with the curriculum doing that with the teaching tips doing that with the social media like with the moms of masterbooks facebook group that's a place where you can go find out what you need to know about the mm-hmm. curriculum and the same with the um, the same with the app the masterbooks app which you can download from google play or itunes and join the community and be encouraged um, we have a chapel we have a book club we have all sorts of opportunities on the app for you to get the information you need and and build that community of christian moms and i love that the teaching tips that both of you shared carissa yours was about like having more structure during difficult seasons like automating and that really plays into the quote that you brought up amy from um, israel's book raise them up or raising them up of like this is a marathon You know, and so what I take away because I deal with perfectionism and trying to overcome it as a lot of what Randy teaches is how to not get burned out by the perfectionistic ideas that you have about school and family and your role as a mom. And then, Amy, yours just, you know, realizing I am not going to check off all the boxes every day, you know, and in order to win and still be a great mom and love being a mom and a homeschool mom, you've got to just be flexible, Mm-hmm. And I love that you're also both teaching your kids these great life skills of how you know, the order and how to self-direct and, you know, be doing what you need to be doing and then giving yourself grace and having, you know, this family atmosphere where we don't have to be perfect to have a great life.
1: Mm hmm.
0: I love it. Well, thank you both for being on the show today. We loved getting to hear about your homeschool experiences and your families and your backgrounds and why you use Masterbooks. We're thrilled that you're part of the team. And we want to thank you, the listener, for downloading this podcast or watching it online. We are here to open wide the doors to the Masterbooks family catalog, bookcase, the curriculum, the books, the authors, everything that you might want to know about using master books to help you win at homeschool and help you impact the eternity of your children, as well as those around you, the community, and even the nations, wherever your influence goes. And so in Jesus name, we bless you with an abundance from heaven to overflow into your family, your immediate family and beyond. And we can't wait to see you at the next podcast. Hey, thanks for joining the Masterbooks podcast. This was fun and we are really glad you were with us. We invite you to check out masterbooks.com. We have a big library of books that will feed the faith of your family. And hey, subscribe to our channel so you won't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.